Welcome to this podcast from Mess to Miracle. Christianity plays a huge role in the fabric of our lives. To be honest, life is messy. Yet in the midst of the mess, God still uses us. The fact that God does is a miracle. This podcast is designed to inspire you in your walk with God and connect you with people and ministries that could be a blessing in your life. You will hear inspiring stories of believers exercising their faith to create miracles in their community. Welcome to From Mess to Miracle. Jessica, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. So tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started. So as you have already said, my name is Jessica. It's Jessica DePass. I'm from Jamaica, West Indies. Mother of five awesome children. Wow, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you a Christian and a member of the Berean International Church of God. Cool. A former bus cleaner at the Jamaica Urban Transit Company, now senior revenue agent. Well, so good to have you on, Jessica. I'm going to give you an easy question to kind of warm you up to this interview. <laughs> and that is, tell me the best advice you've ever received. Well, I've gotten two advice that I rate as the best advice ever. When I uh, got my, the first job, the gentleman told me, based on the nature of the job, he said, half of loaf is always better than no loaf at all. I like that. <laughs> yeah. The second came from my mother, who um, always told me, go to God in prayer. In all things, seek God in prayer. Now, you can't argue either one of those two things. I like that. Go always go to God in prayer part. But the loaf thing, I'm going to have to take that out because that, that's new in America. So I'm going to say, you know, half a loaf is better than no loaf at all. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us something about yourself that the millions listening in the audience don't know about you. I am loyal to a fault. To those who I care about, I am loyal it doesn't matter i give a hundred percent in all that i do for them that's good see i like that the fact that you're loyal that's great so who were some of the major influences in your life people who had a great impact in your life so my dad who was paralyzed when my mother was pregnant with me i saw him being one of the strongest persons i ever knew my mother was always seeking after christ i have come to know and learn of um, Crystal Day's story, and it has been a major impact on me. Just those people who have started from basically grassroots, and you see them excel. Those persons are my major influences. Yeah, that's really neat. I I got a chance to interview Crystal about a year ago, and and she is she's given me so many more contacts of people who have either read her story or have impacted. She's impacted, so it's been kind of. Need to connect She's with people. She's quite a gem. She quite is. Quite a gem. Yes. 
So tell us about your faith journey. The foundation of my faith journey was built on, like I said, my mother, who I saw struggling, but in all things, holding on to Christ. Somewhere along the line, my life took a turn for what I would say the worst, going through severe hardship from teenage pregnancy, having my family not being there for me, having to just turn to Christ in all things. I went, so I began building my relationship with the Lord on that. I started affirming myself from a tender age that I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Along the journey, I became a Christian, got baptized, came to a point where I temporarily went through a mental breakdown after I lost my dad, having to just lean and depend on the Lord to take me through. Along that journey also, I encountered a major stroke which left me paralyzed on the left side temporarily. My speech was slurred, I was in diapers, but through it all, there was God. Even when doctors did not know what was happening, I turned to the Lord and he came through. It has not been what we say an easy journey, but holding on to his promises has certainly brought me through. Yeah, that's powerful. You know, sometimes it's, as a Christian, we kind of hope that it gives us a pass from all kinds of, of controversy and struggles in our life, but it doesn't. What it does is it gives us a floor so we understand that we're never alone on this journey. And so to, for you to remind that yourself of that, or God to remind you that, is, is just a powerful testimony. So tell us what your book is about. Well, I've written two books now. The first is called Even Unbroken Pieces. That basically is um, the book that highlights most of the struggles that I've been through. The teenage pregnancy, the abusive marriage, the stroke, starting out as a bus cleaner and then ultimately going back to school and become, becoming promoted into a supervisor in the finance department of the very organization that I started cleaning buses. So that's the first book. It, it is written to impact, motivate, you know, persons who have fallen on hardship and you feel like you are, there is no hope for you to get through in life. You know, you have messed up and you feel like others have caused you to feel like, you know, you are good for nothing. This is where your journey ends. So my first book is written to inspire, motivate, and show that you can become something after falling down, after messing up. You can, through faith, pick the pieces up and become all that God has created you to be. So let's dig in a little bit to that first, your first story. So you went from bus cleaner to the corporate office. Tell us how that happened, because that's, that's an amazing journey. <laughs> it is, it is. So I started, like I told you, the gentleman, I met him, he was taking some names just to send random persons who are unskilled, unqualified to the company to clean buses. I went and I inquired, how could I get one of these jobs? But based on the nature of the job, he thought that, oh, well, he actually said it out. A beautiful girl like you don't want to clean buses. But the fact is I was unemployed. And if cleaning buses was available, I was willing to take it. So I went for several years, I did that. I cleaned buses. I did it with pride. 
but uh, for some reason there was this particular day that pushed me into becoming more than just the average bus cleaner. I was working one afternoon. I saw a group of people walking. There was this gentleman unintroduced. He came over to where I was working. It was an area not designated for cleaning buses, but he wanted to send me to the designated area. But he spoke to me in a manner that caused humiliation to sweep right throughout my body. I stood there, I could not move, I could not speak. I had tears building up in my eyes the way he shouted at me in front of a group of people. I didn't even know he was a manager, so I, I could not respond because I didn't know who the person was. But I know I was humiliated, I was shocked. And I looked up and I said, Lord, what is this? That's the only expression that could come out of my mouth. And after um, that incident, I thought to myself, there must be more that I am meant to become, more than just cleaning buses and being humiliated by persons. So I cried that afternoon at work. I didn't speak to my co-workers. I was just there in my little zone of humiliation. But after that, I started seeking some evening classes, part-time schools, whatever you may call it. I got enrolled and I started attending. I did a few courses, subjects in the um, Caribbean examinations. So I did two at first, completed those and I went on to do two more. There came another day, amazingly, that I encountered the same gentleman. I don't know if it's because I did not respond to him rudely. He called me over and he inquired as to who I was, what was my name. So he realized from my telling him my name that I had have um, family members who are, as we would say, in the upper class of society because he recognized the name, the past. So now that changed the way how he perceived me. He no longer looked at me as just the little common bus cleaner girl. So when he saw me, he would make inquiries as to, the past, come here. What are you doing with yourself now? At this time I was in school, I'd already gotten about three or four subjects. So I would update him as things progress. So one day coming up with my bin, my broom and my bucket, he called, he called me and I went. But by the time I got to him, he already went to HR. When I got to the um, area where I was to put away my tools, HR called me and she said, um, the manager said you are to be reassigned to a desk job with immediate effect. <laughs> so the very gentleman who caused me humiliation and pushed me into going back to school is the same gentleman now lobbying for me to be promoted. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> it reminds me of the story of, of Jesus um, telling people, you know, don't don't take this, the highest seat of the table, but take the lowest seat. Your your humbleness, even though you didn't know what to say, right. you know, really played well for you because God used that to be a blessing to you down the road. Indeed, he did. I mean, imagine if you if you'd spoken out and insulted him right away. <laughs> <laughs> well, not only would I not have an opportunity to be promoted, I would not have a job because this was a manager, the general manager. Yeah. Wow, that's that's an amazing yeah. story. So tell us about your second book. The second book is a devotional. It's called um, Created to Conquer. 
So I was in the middle of writing what should have been my second book when I heard the Lord say, write a devotional. So I stopped what I was working on and I started writing the um, devotional. I was just getting the, the, the topics for the devotional. And I remember I lost my mom in January, January 26th to be exact. And my publisher contacted me for us to edit the book. And I was reading through um, one of the, the days that says, trust in God in the storm. I was going through a storm and here was I editing my own devotional and it was speaking to me. You know, it's easy for us to trust him when everything seemed to be going so fine. But when those moments of loss, anguish, pain and devastation come, are we still trusting in him? So in the devotional, it offers you room to make your reflection. What has it been that has been a major storm in your life? And you would note what your um, major storm is. Then you will make an, there it's, it has room for an affirmation. So you would affirm yourself that throughout this storm, I, Jessica Depass, will trust God. You, it's your own personal affirmation that you will write. So whatever you feel to affirm yourself with, there is room for you to do that. That that is powerful. I I love how how God uses what we what we thought were for somebody else to kind of pour back into <laughs> our lives, right? Indeed. So there are people out there who've it's been a really rough couple years for people. You just mentioned that you know it's it's easy to trust God in the sunshine, but it's hard to trust Him in the storm. What words of encouragement do you have to somebody who right now is going through a storm in their life? What would you tell them? I would tell them that despite the physical situation, the physical forecast of what life appears to be, you know, the facts are telling you that you can't make it. But what are the promises that God has made to us? What does he tell us when we're going through these moments? That though we go through the valleys of the shadows of death, then he is always there with us. And one thing is for certain, his promises are true. So just continue to trust him and to hold on to his promises. Guess what? Remind him of his promises if you have to. Sometimes we're afraid to remind God, you promised me that I should not lack. So how am I going through? Why am I not having food in my house? You promised me that my children are blessed. So why am I not seeing this? So we can remind him of those promises in our most difficult seasons and just stay in his presence because he will certainly bring us through. Yeah, the psalmist does it all the time when the psalmist will say, you know, God, why have you forsaken me? Or God, why have you abandoned? And then before the psalmist is over, he'll say, but you're my only source of hope. So where else will I turn? You are my fortress. You're my rock. You're my salvation. So right. the psalmist vents for a little while. Then the psalmist is, goes back and says, yeah, but God, you're the, you're the source of everything. He, was he, we have a father because God is our father. And even though he knows what we have need of, he still wants us to come and ask. So are we really venting or are we just making our requests known unto him that this is my situation and I come to you humbly before your throne to let you know my father who knows to give me better gifts than my earthly father, that this is what I'm going through. So I'm trusting you to bring me through because he who began a good work in us is more than able to see through to completion. Yeah, amen. So where can people find your books at? 
And are they both out right now or is, or is one due to come out? They're both on Amazon. Okay. And Amazon Kindle. Do you have a, a website people can visit? Not at the moment. Okay, but they can find you on Amazon. Tell, so tell the audience again the two names of your books. So can I show also show? Sure. Sure, okay. So this is the first Even Unbroken Pieces, A Journey to Wholeness. And this is the second Created to Conquer, A 30 Days Devotional. Those are beautiful covers. They were they were both designed by my son. Oh <laughs> wow, you. your son's talented too. So you got talent yes, running out through your family. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you working on next? You got those two done. What's your next project? Well, I have the set the book that was supposed to be my second book. I have that to be completed. But I have to add some things about my mom because, like I said, my mom passed in January. So there are some more things that I have to add in there based on her. I'm also presently um, attending this work course that my um, company has sent me on. It's called, um, it's a supervisory management course. So I continue to be elevated in the company. Thanks be to God. God is is good. (laughs) So here's a question I love, to, I love to ask my guests. When your final chapter in your life is done, what do you want your legacy to be? That I, through my journey, through the journey that God has caused me to go through, I was able to impact and make a difference in even one person's life. Yeah, that's powerful. So how can they find you on social media? I'm on Instagram as Fabulous Jessica. Wow, Fabulous Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> and on Facebook as Jessica E. DePass. You could do Fabulous Jessica on that one too? <laughs> or was that name taken on? <laughs> no, I had um, a Facebook page before. It was just Jessica. Okay. <laughs> but then I added my middle initial to it after. Okay. <laughs> Well, Jessica, thank you for being on the show. I am so glad, and I will make sure I put those links in the, in the audio well. And thank you for coming on. I really enjoy this guy. And God blessing on your work, and I'm so sorry that you lost your mom. That's always a difficult time when we lose someone that's so dear to us. But we do know as, as believers that we'll see them again as a, at a great reunion. I said a great family reunion in heaven. So we just pray that you find comfort and peace in that. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure for me to be here with you and to just share. Yeah, thank you for your story. It's amazing to see how God has been using you in your life. Thank you for joining us this week on From Mess to Miracle. Make sure you visit our website at HHTPS from mess to miracle.buzzsprout.com. You can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts so you never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, I would appreciate a rating on iTunes. If you simply like to tell a friend about the show, you will help us get the message out to bless more people. If you like this show, you might want similar content 
You can follow my blog at www.alightbreakthrough.org. Be sure to tune in two weeks from now for our next episode. Just remember, out of our messiness, God makes miracles.